the first segment will be a little shorter. We had to warm up the car, so we did that while on our way to the gas station where I just put $77 worth of gas in the car. Oh, um, that is the record, I think right? that's probably the record. I don't think we've ever broken 80, so that's pretty good. And it's not like we were putting in, you know, 93 octane or something. <laughs> it's regular 87 gas. Oh, well. So... Gas became expensive in the last little while. Remember at the beginning it was cheap, right? Beginning of the pandemic? Like it got super cheap because no one was driving? Super cheap. It's like 50 cents a gallon for a while there or yeah. something. Or not a oh, gallon, yeah. a, a liter. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, Oh yes, dear lord. So those of you who are interested and we feel like doing the thing dollars worth about 80 cents American and then you want to also convert liters 3.7 liters into a freedom gallon uh, mm -hmm. so yes been a hell of a week hey how about that war uh, so there's that yeah it's, it's weird man it's unnecessary unneeded yeah and uh, what is it like it's psychopathy, definitely. I don't know about Narcissism. that. Racism. There's some of that. Racism? What is it? Oh, there's. I think there's a racist element to it. A lot of it involves... I mean, Putin basically said Russia isn't even a country. That it would only... Or, sorry, that Ukraine isn't even a country. It wouldn't exist without Russia. Yeah. And it shouldn't even be its own country. Um, he's basically... And, and there's a view among some Russian people of Ukrainians as being just country bumpkin idiots, right? Um, and it, it, so there's that coupled with the fact that Ukraine has become this really kind of sophisticated Western-looking country, like it, well, you know, leaning towards Europe, not not Europe. And I think that you throw all that together, and there's there's certainly a, an element of that. I mean, I've heard that from Ukrainian sources. Jealousy, envy. There's jealousy, envy, and just flat out just like hatred of people who not hatred. It's weird, but it's like um, from what I understand. And again, I'm not yeah. that well versed in this, but uh, analysis I've read says that. So, mm. but yeah, uh, you know, they, they they're thought of as basically. Low, like R Russians that aren't good enough to be Russians <laughs> by by some Russians not every Russian um, so yeah there's that which I think is playing a big role um, but also he, I don't they, think being Russian means being proud uh, does when your origin you're, does when you're Russian um, considering all the mafia and oh sure there's bad corruption shit. Sure, but of course, people there don't. There's also music and science and yeah, but their their country right. is controlled by you know a thug, right? Like a basically a mob boss. Are they drunk most of the time. <laughs> no, that was that was under the Yeltsin uh, presidency. Uh, God, I miss Yeltsin. At least he was just some guy who was drunk all the time. <laughs> I really miss Gorbachev and all this, but no one in Russia misses Gorbachev. So. Um, uh. But yeah, so it's all fucked up. And I think I think they believed their own propaganda. I mean, if you remember the American propaganda before the 
second Iraq war, not the first one, the second one, the 2003 one. They were like, we will be welcomed as liberators, which they were in a lot of places, but then things went south, right? This is- They gotta get rid of Putin. Well, I mean. sure, but it's different here. I think the Russians actually, some Russians believe this, that idea that Ukraine is run by neo-Nazis, which I mean, Ooh. gee, with a Jewish president, a Jewish prime minister, there's only one other country with a Jewish president and prime minister, and that country's called Israel. Um, you know, so people weren't going to welcome them. Nazism has been popping up everywhere. Oh, and, yeah. In Canada, in the States. Yeah, and a lot of it's propped up UK. by, and a lot of it ends up, you know, because people, uh, because of Russian propaganda efforts, frankly, so... Uh, reap what you sow, bud. But no, it, it's it's really. Um, I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, I I, I guess it's going to happen. My guess is this just becomes a really, really, really ugly version of Vietnam for uh, for Russia. Um, and I, I don't I don't want people to die. I mean, I look when I watch it when I see these reports on TV when I see Russian tanks blown up, I'm not unhappy about it. Um, but yeah, uh, and I can get, if I was Ukrainian and I was there, I could certainly see why, you know, and you can see their, their sort of general, I mean, people are saying that they don't understand Ukrainian people and how they're so standing up for everything, but I get it. A popularly elected and very popular government is trying to be overthrown by a dictator. Yeah. You know, yeah. so... I think, you know, and I, I remember saying this, I've said this, i said this before, it's like, if, if in 2012, when Harper was the Prime Minister, somebody invaded Canada, I'd fight to keep, put Harper back in power, because the people elected him. Yes. Not that I'm a Stephen Harper fan, any stretch no. of anyone's imagination. Um, but I'll tell you, I don't want to hear anybody call Justin Trudeau, or, 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 or even frickin' uh, Doug Ford, or Jason Kenney, a dictator. Yes. Uh, we see what dictators do. We've yeah. been watching it since Thursday. Uh, yeah, exactly. Every night the Ukrainians hold hold out is another. Because night they're in more, more trouble because you know. But uh, yeah, it, it's really something, and it's it's shocking. And I think what we have to do is treat Russia like we treated South Africa in the '80s. Just stop doing anything with them. And, and that includes doing things like saying, no, we are not allowing Russians, other than immigrants, they want to move here, that's cool. Because you could move here from South Africa too. Um, but no Russian sports. So all the guys who play in the NHL, they can either become citizens of Canada or the United States, or they can leave, no visas. Um, don't have any contact with Russia at all. And eventually- I mean, like, Russians are- the youth are, are uh, rising against some, but that's not enough. Well, that's right. The problem Jeez. is in an authoritarian dictatorship like that, it's very difficult to get people out in the street because they're going to arrest yeah. your family. Yeah. You know, so that's, you want to see some real bravery. That it's the mafia type shit. Oh, it is like the mafia. It's, it's basically like Tony Soprano runs a country, except I think Tony would be more benevolent. <laughs> you know? I can just see Putin talking to his psychiatrist saying, what if it happened to Gary Cooper? You know, this the strong silent type. Uh, right. All right, well, you can hang out here or whatever you're gonna do.
I gotta go in the store and buy foods. You do that. I'm gonna try another new mask, another shipment of masks this week. I think I've bought all the masks. I think we have about 495s now, so I think we're good. Let's try this one. I'll see you soon. See you soon. Okay, here we go. Yeah. Minus 10? Oh, I like this mask. Of course, I see that. I don't know if you've had the same experience, but whenever I put on a mask, a new one, I think to myself, Oh, I like this new mask. And then it turns out that after about half an hour, it's like, yeah, it's the same as all the other ones. But so far, I like this one. Let's see how that goes. But yeah, it's about probably minus 12, minus 11, minus 10. Very sunny. No wind is coming up. Got a little wind. No breeze there. But yeah, it's very nice. It feels like spring's coming, even though it's minus 15 or whatever the hell it is. I see you're gonna be careful. It's really prime leg breaking season here. Okay, I guess I'll grab the car to begin. Funny, even though it's you know minus ten, minus ten, it's got a. I guess it's probably because of where the sun is in the sky. It's starting to feel like spring to me. 
I mean, it is months almost over, which is weird. It's gonna be March next week. Can you believe that? Yes. It's weird though. When we get into March, I get even so meaner. She gets even meaner when we get into March. Happier. The spring it makes me happy. The early spring doesn't make me happy. It's gross and smelly and disgusting. It's the later spring I like. The early spring's oh, awful. It's just muck. <laughs> snow leaving. Oh, sure. Less clothing or putting on. Just getting, just not wearing my big white boots. Yeah? Clonk, clonk, clonk. Not wearing boots everywhere. Sure. That's just that. Not riding my bike in our basement, instead riding my bike on streets. <laughs> While being legally blind. <laughs> yes. I have not had anything happen to me on my bicycle. Yeah. I've ridden over 10,000 kilometers in the last few years, since I started keeping track. Yes, Nothing until happened. the time you, you <laughs> do get hurt. I'm not going to get hurt. Thing. I'm not going to get hurt. I've been riding a bike since 1969, 1970. I haven't gotten hurt since. I've hurt, I got hurt once when I was seven. That's it. Also, I'm pretty careful. I don't, you know, ride on very busy streets, things like that. So, and right now I ride in our basement while watching a war on TV. That Wolf Blitzer show, I was watching that, we were watching that last night. The thing is, he just has people on with random opinions. I don't know if they're good opinions, bad opinions. I don't know if they know what they're talking about or That's not. That's the thing, like, it's a lot of... You get the odd people that come on and you're like, oh, now you're adding a lot of in, uh, actual experience. There's a guy on last night, though, that said they should surrender. They should totally just surrender right now, Ukraine. I was like, what? And then, like, other guests said, um, don't really think that's going to be in the cards. Uh, and, like, she was trying to be very diplomatic, but the guy was like, and it was funny, on CNN, on Twitter, retired General Russell Honore there, the guy from Katrina, sort of a... Yeah. He was really... Shooter. Yeah, he was really ripping into the guy. I hope he uh, doesn't ever lead any anybody I know into battle. <laughs> Right now, the storm gets a vote. But yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting. And Wolf did, the thing is, I don't know. I don't know. I don't run a show, so I, I, I guess. But, I mean, you, you, think, you just get the feeling that you're not hearing. I don't know. It's when you get the the five, four journalists being in different spots. Are you like getting the news? Getting something. Is it just kind of echoes of this? Well, the problem that? is that for these 24 hours, this has been ever since CNN started, to fill your air, you need something other, other than, and here's the news. So, now some analysis shows are good and some, I mean, you know, if they, they bring on people sometimes and it's like, oh, no, I know who that is. As, as someone who follows kind of military things, I'm not an expert or anything. But I can say, oh, that guy. Oh, her. And then sometimes it's like, 
so that guy's a lieutenant colonel in the U.S. Army or he retired. And what are his other credentials? Not that that's, you know, he's very well credentialed to do some things. But, uh, yeah, it's fascinating. You know, I don't, I don't tell engineers how to build bridges either, so. But, yeah, it's, it's really weird sometimes. You're looking at it going, that's going on. A lot of sources. The key is using a lot of different sources. That's always my view on these things. And mostly I do a lot of reading more than watching. Because I find, I, I, it could I just like be my age, but I find it easier. I like people who live there. I, I like it when they oh, sure. interview with, um, yeah. Of course, it's still hard to know how representative that person is. Or that's When the pandemic broke, there was this Italian man who was living in China, in Wuhan. English and he I followed him a lot he would like almost like a YouTube kind of thing mm -hmm. just speak like yep. a, a journal a daily journal yep. of the everyday life mm -hmm. and I felt that I got more of something there from that sight sure. from from him like saying uh, I tried going uh, get to get some water today but there was signs and there was police all over and you know like yeah, yeah. things like that yeah 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 they've told us to stay here you know like right. things like that no i get it i get uh, it my neighbor, i understand my neighbor this kind of stuff yeah no that can be good you know it's like seeing these it's the same thing with now seeing these older people, you know, like seeing that old 80-year-old woman yelling at the Russian soldier yesterday. Put these I seeds in your pocket. That, yeah, I can find it right now. That video. Yeah, what was it that she said? Put these seeds in your pocket? These sunflower seeds in your yeah, pocket? Yeah, sunflower is a national, fla national flower of Ukraine. So yeah. It's a national symbol. And she said, put these in your pocket so when you lie down, at least some some flowers will grow. And yeah. when she said lie down, she means when you're dead. She also said, what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> Which is kind of great. Because I can totally see my mother's doing that. Like, just go, what the fuck is your problem? All right, back in a second. Okay. You want anything? Uh, no. No, okay. you're good?
No, most things are my fault. Do you want a tonic water? Sure. Okay. Cool. Free stuff. I, I, yeah. I'll always take free stuff, even if it's stuff I don't want. <laughs> no, it's like when people complain about free coffee. This coffee's shitty. It's free. What do you expect? What'd you pay for it? You paid yeah. nothing. <laughs> you didn't pay for it. Don't worry about it. I think we stuff home too. You never know when you're going to get company. Like you said, even if you're not going to use it. Oh, yeah. Thanks so much. I think so, yeah. Yeah, it's good. It actually is good, too. It's The bubbles are smaller. Thank you. Okay, so uh, you can hear it's uh, windy now. So it is a bag day. It's not a box, not been a box day since Christmas. <laughs> hey, more free club soda. Look. Oh, yes. They just hand it out. Whenever you buy gin or vodka, they just give you club soda. Oh, yes. It's a new thing at the liquor store. No, I don't think they've changed the sign either from here. I can tell. It looks like it still just says gift cards three times. Okay. Yeah. And there it is. Well, of course, it wasn't crowded as it usually isn't. And what does John want at M&M? That's the big question. I think it's probably jumbo crispy wings or something. Um, bada boom, bada boom, where'd it go? Oh, yeah, I already crossed it out. I shouldn't have. Anyway, we'll go get that now. And yeah, it really starts to feel like spring. It's funny how that happens. Like, even when it's cold. Because uh, it stops raining so, or snowing so much. Because it just does. You get more sunny days. And the sun's a little higher in the sky. And it feels like it's spring. And you can feel warmth from the sun. It's the other thing I always notice. When you start feeling, even when it's cold out, you can feel the warmth from the sun on your face or something like that. It, it, yeah. it feels, you know. 
So. All right. So that was the I had a break week. That was my break week. No teaching, though there was other things to do. Uh, a lot of student meetings, things like that. But that's what it's for. It's for students. I mean, reading week is so students can catch up, right? That's what it's there for. Because what else would it be there for? <laughs> and it's called reading week, so you're supposed to be doing your homework. This used to be the time when you came back to class on the Monday and half your class had was too suntanned because they all went to Florida like people do. Now, on the other hand, people aren't traveling as much, so you don't see nearly as much of that. I would imagine. I, last year, no one did <laughs> at all. And also, we were on Zoom. Yeah. You know. But I doubt I'll see a bunch of tanned faces <laughs> when I come back. Uh, Are we going to M&M? Yeah. Unless you want to say we don't have time. <laughs> no, I'm good. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, you don't have anything today till later, right? So, last few weeks you've had a one o'clock. I I want to be at the studio by one, like uh, as a regular. Right. Oh yeah, you'll do that. Sort of thing that. You do. So people can know when I'll be there at one. Right. Whichever, whichever thing it is, if it's a, I'm doing a, a parallel parking that's an online event with Maria, or someone wants to drop in, go right. to the vintage co-op and then drop in. Yes. They're welcome to. Right. You have all. Sort of thing. Yes. You have your whole crew that come by to you. I don't have a whole crew, Regulars. but I have, um, I have friends who, who keep uh, an eye out, I guess. Um, I'm 54 now, so I noticed that women who are a little bit older or about around my age, they, uh, they want to know what I'm doing. They're interested. Really? In it. Yes. Okay. So you're saying just old lady busybodies? Is that what? <laughs> no. I know you're not. Retired ladies are not even retired. They they're busy women. They're ent entrepreneurs. Right. A lot of them are into um, self reliance and self sustenance. Okay. They have. Uh, they raise chicken, or they, 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 they have a wood business, or, you know, they live in the sure. surrounding area. Ghost yep. Mines, or Searchmont, or Waboos, or... Where's Waboos? It's near Searchmont. Is it okay? Yeah. Huh. Okay. They're kind of... They talk to each other, and... They want to come over and like I had a visit from a woman who does heraldry or heralding. Uh, right. It's art to make the coat of arms of a city or yeah. any blazon. Yeah. Um, she did the the recent uh, 2018 Sault Ste. Marie got a new one. Okay. With uh, two wolves. And, uh, and the uh, the blockhouse in the middle, the okay. old blockhouse. Okay. Uh, she did that 
designed it, she painted it. Yeah. I, I think somebody else, sorry, somebody else had the ideas of what to put in. And then she she did it. But she she works with gold too and she says that she works with a, a special language. She told me the name and I forget. Heraldic something. Well there's like a that. whole set of rules and it almost is from what I understand it almost is like a language. Like this can't go here. This can only go here if you have one of these over here. That kind like of thing. Positions of yes. animals and Yeah. If they're crouched or standing yes. or one paw up or yes. things like that, and yeah. there's words that have there are words that have to be used. She said, like colors have to be uh, like gold has to be called all all in French. Yeah. Uh, purple pourpre, which is very close to French. Uh, green has to be called vert. Yeah, it's Anglo-Norman French, right? Okay. Yeah, so it, because it comes from the Normans when they invaded England, and then this different kind of French evolves in England that doesn't exist anymore because, mm. you know. But the upper classes, of course, start speaking, are speaking French. That's who took over. And a French develops that's separate there from the French and the Normans already were speaking weird French because the Normans are Vikings, right? Yeah. So they're already speaking a weird kind of French anyway. Like, it's different from the... So this... So there is an Anglo-Norman French that no one speaks anymore. But except in these specific circumstances. And I bet you it's that, that kind of thing. Because that's where all that... All that stuff that we think of as being from the, quote, Middle Ages, it's all after 1066 kind of thing. Yeah. Right? So it's not the last kingdom. It's 150 years after the last kingdom. Okay. So all this stuff with. That's cool. And um, she's always interested in meeting other artists. Sure, that makes sense. Yeah. She's she does a lot of this work, and it takes all her time. And nice. Yeah. She wants to do. Other work. Sure, of course. Uh, but then she says she gets a block. She doesn't know what to do. Sure. And happens I, to all of us, right? A lot of people. That happens to a lot of people. Yeah, that's that, a pretty common that happens thing. Happens to me. Happens to me. I, but I never stop doing drawing or painting. Yeah. Or something that's creative. Right. Because otherwise, if you start doing easy things like photography, that's what I call easy things. It's not necessarily no, I understand. easy. Uh, I'm being judgmental, but it's 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 engaged, and you'll always do photography because you need sometimes subjects, and you're documenting anyway. So you know it's kind of important to do photography. Right. But. Uh, like if you're not a photographer, like John Meadows kind of thing. Yeah. But anyway, that's if 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 you're a creative person and you've been in the past doing either drawing, painting, or whatever, and then you start doing only photography, it kind of ruins you a little bit. You sure, know? of course. Well, you, you get into habits. Yeah, I, I understand. 
that would you, that you, follows. You get, a, you get a big block after, and if you don't have a sort of show or uh, some sort of motivator to bring you to make this work or that work, yeah. then doing it on your own just for its sake yes. can be difficult. Sure. No, it can be, you know, you, no matter what you do, if you do, that's just a phenomenon, psychological phenomenon. If you do something one way and then you do something else, and it's at all similar to something else, you try to do that something else the same way. It's interference. It's just, it's a, it's a, it's a thing. It's got a name. It's, it, there's it's been research on it like crazy, you know, uh, and yes, we're going to Eminem. Um, you've got things like, uh, geez, I don't know. Well, you think about... I remember we had, uh, there was a guy I went to high school with who was a competitive figure skater. And we would, every year, one of the things we had in gym was hockey. Because there was a, it's Canada, we have an arena right next to our high school. And we'd play hockey. And he could skate, obviously. But, and he could skate, he could hockey skate too. Like he could, not figure skating. But watching him skate, it was like, and trying to remember not to skate the way he normally skated was a thing, right? Like, it's, it's just, that's just an example. But that happens, right? And the more similar something is, the harder it is. I mean, I can't imagine what it's like to, like, if we ever went to England and we rented a car, you'd have to be sitting over here driving the wrong way. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, that would be dangerous. I wonder how dangerous it is, though. Like, I wonder how quickly people shift over, because I know a lot of people do it. And I've been in cars when I've been at conferences and stuff where it's someone from the UK or Australia and they've rented a car in the States and they're driving well, around. I, I guess I could do it and, and be aware that every moment... That, yeah, that there's, there's, we wouldn't be, be recording any episodes I'll of a go, podcast for a while. Yeah. No, I'll go slowly and I'll, yeah. I'll you know, do the, the minimum, the bare minimum and make sure that everything's okay. Yeah. yeah. Anything more intricate, like I wouldn't take any chances on anything. And the fun thing would be you'd have to go on roundabouts and stuff, something you've never really done. <laughs> I have done it in Algeria. Oh, right. But at least they drive on the right side of the road. Yes. Not the left. Yes.
No, I'm good, thanks. No problem. Get back in there. Have a good day. You can only hope, you too. <laughs> Someone asked me why it's so loud here, and that's because we're right off a highway. On the way home, the M&M shop here is right off a highway. So that's why it's loud. We hear a lot of cars. There. Actually, I'm not gonna just throw that there, though. Okay, I think this is my new favorite kind of mask. These yeah. black N95s are pretty yeah. good that I just picked up. Yeah. So I'm happy with that. Ordered those, I guess we got those on Monday? Tuesday, not Monday, it would have been Tuesday. Monday was a holiday. And then I got, because my old UPS died, like last year, and uh, I was trying to find a replacement battery. And I finally bought one. I thought, what the hell? Just bite the bullet, buy this battery from this. It wasn't available on Amazon. So I had to actually buy it from a battery company. But I got it in like three days. And uh, I hooked it up and I was scared the whole time because anything with powerful batteries is scary. Yes. Electricity bad, electricity scary. Electricity lighthouse, electricity good. David confused. But um, so now I have two UPSs. One that sits where the the, 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 the the cable modem runs on. So I'm trying to think of what to do with this other one. <laughs> like, it's charged and ready to go. I kind of feel like, I wonder if I could put like both of the lights in the sort of dining room on it. So when the power ever went out, we would still have lights. That's probably a good idea, right? Because what are the important things when, you, when the power goes out? Internet and lights. So I might do that. I hooked them up to that. But, uh, yeah, I was pretty happy that I was able to do that. The number of, <laughs> I must have looked up a hundred different web pages saying, okay, which, which terminal do I connect first? Is it positive or negative? 
Positive or negative? And I can't remember what it was. If I ever have to do it again, I'll just look it up again. Oh, John will be happy. I found his fudge ice cream bars he's been asking for. And they're from Chapman's. And Chapman's has been a very cool company throughout the pandemic. And they also just offered that, I think it's 10 cents on every dollar they make, they're sending to relief efforts for Ukraine. Mm. It's a cool company. It's a f just a cool Canadian ice cream company. Yeah. And I forget what they did during the pandemic, but it was something like... It was something about anti-vax people and that they came out very, very, very on the side of, you know, science. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool and it's, you know, nice to, it's also a Canadian company, so that's kind of cool. And they see, apparently they treat their workers well, pay them a proper wage, you know, it's the way companies used to work a lot more. <laughs> Back before we got into this really weird era of everyone should make as much money as possible and screw the other guy, you know. Um, always been a bit of that but anyway and yeah I was just looking at my stuff to see what I do this week back at it uh, in two of my classes presentations start soon which means basically my teachings almost done for two of my classes which is kind of wild and uh, we're planning of course the conference that I would I'm in air quotes going to in April Conference of Comparative Cognition, and that's exciting because, um, well, it, it'll be fun. It's also my last year on the executive and being one of the people helping to plan a major international conference, um, which is good because I'm tired of it. It's fun because the people are great. They're all people in the field, and they're all people I know. They're my friends, um, and we all get along, and half of them have been on my Animal Cognition podcast. It's great. But it's a lot of extra work. I mean, it's, it's something you're supposed to do. You're supposed to, if you can, serve your discipline, you know? So you try to... It's also good for the reputation of your university because people hear about you because you're a given affiliation. So it's something you can do that's kind of a mixture of service and scholarship. Um, we're judged on those things um, and that's great and I'm glad I did it and I was happy to do it but it was like last year I said guys I've been doing this for five years I, I'm not doing it for another one I'm gonna take a larger you take a long route yeah because I want to let you finish and no, I want to I'm say done. something I'm actually done what I was gonna say so. <laughs> go ahead now well I want to say that I got my grant oh we I can say we can we can for. publicly say that I I don't see anywhere that I'm not supposed to see. Now, if, it doesn't see say, it. if it doesn't say you can't... Yes, Isabel got it was a grant for $375,000. No. No. But anyway, it's awesome. Yeah. The Presenters and Artists Grant from the Ontario Arts Council. It's pretty great. And uh, I can pay the uh, artist fees for artists who will be showing yeah. in my space. Micro gallery, so it's only one wall. Right. It's nothing grandiose or you know, right. nothing big, but uh, it allows for a close uh, conversation because I I follow 
Yeah. And I try to develop ways of doing things yep. with artists. Yep. Uh, some artists are advanced in their careers, others aren't sure. as advanced. Yeah, of course, yeah. I will have one very experienced artist, uh, Elsie Surena, right. who has a long career in poetry and visual arts. Yep. From Haiti to Canada to the States to all kinds of places. She's been taking courses all over the world. She's been like a full-time student. And she lives in Hearst now and is finishing a... Um, a degree, a literature degree, in uh, at Laval, right. Quebec City, while living up north in Hearst. Uh, she was a journalist there for a while. Okay. Uh, but she she found sort of a a good community for her to hang out and to. integrated it's, it's very exciting so uh, she we, we did um, a lot of zooms together right last summer yes we discussed all kinds of things with art photography mm -hmm. our courses just just talking and she uh, ended up publishing a book of poetry Okay. Amour Jaune, mm -hmm. uh, with Terre d'Accueil, right. publisher. Okay. And um, that's a big thing, like publishing. Sure. It's a big thing, I think, like in my opinion. Yeah. So, because anybody can publish a book now. Well, yeah. Easy. <laughs> it's true. It's also and true. As you said, getting an ISBN number is not hard at all. No, you fill out a form. Uh, yeah. But publishing with a publisher, that's... It's a little more complicated. Yeah. Um, and that publisher publishes uh, newcomers, Canada's newcomers. I see. Uh, their books. So, anyway, Elsie uh, will be the uh, April artist okay and then i'll have annie king who was my supervisor for my uh, thesis yep. uh, end of year show yep uh, my bfa thesis and uh, she's she has an idea of a show called headspace and uh, we'll talk about what that means <coughs> <coughs> Got you COVID or just a little bit? <laughs> and um, Zenith wants to show uh, some quilts as well. And uh, hopefully Sam Pine Bennett, um, who does amazing mirror and installation-y kind of paintings okay. and really cool Neat. stuff. Okay. If 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 she's ready, like hopefully, like she has two kids and there's a lot of chaos right. in her world, uh, so hopefully, hopefully 
get together in time yeah. for September, I'm hoping. Cool. And then January, Katie Huxon has a paint, some paintings to show. God, you've already figured that that much in advance. Yeah, I have. I have asked people, and then I wrote my grant. Like almost right away when I started the gallery, I wrote. I started writing yeah. the grant almost right away. I remember that. Yeah. So. I had um, something to show. I, I had like my website to show. I had my Instagram already busy doing stuff. Yes. Uh, and I had two two uh, exhibits with Brandy. Yeah. Brandy Morris. Yeah. And Lisa Machino. Yeah. So two uh, two for me to to start figuring sure. out sure. how to do it because it's not that easy well no it's a non-trivial task and, yes. uh, <laughs> that's for sure it's projections and it's postings on instagram but you know how you're going to go about it oh sure is, yeah it's uh, very different than the traditional exactly. way that i've learned to do it exactly so. well, that's exciting yeah well congratulations isabel I, thank I will, you like to I will speak for the, all the all the listenership and congratulating you on getting your your four million dollar grant. <laughs> no, way to go! It's really awesome. Thank Very you. All right, we'll see you next week, everybody. Don't you cry.